Welcome back to another episode of Mastering La Vida. I know I said I will be making a second part of Limitless by Jim Quit, and here I am. More of a review, I wanted to point out to something I found to be very interesting in the book. And maybe it is just me, but I happen to identify myself in several of the situations presented by Jim Quick on the chapter called The Seven Lies of Learning. So let's jump right into it. Number one, intelligence is fixed. I grew up thinking that you were born smart, as I said on my previous episodes. I remember that some of my classmates in school were so smart. And I did think to myself once or twice, wow, I wish I had their brain because I'll be doing way less homework. Not knowing that the reason why they were so smart was because they had parents that knew how to achieve potential on their kids. I did homework alone. My grandma worked all day sewing clothes. She also had to take care of the house and cook for all of us. My mother was always at work or out with her friend. My mom was a very popular woman. She was beautiful and always had dates and parties. And she had a very active social life. She didn't take the time to teach me things. No wonder why I was so clueless. Always living in my little bubble. Dancing and playing all day. Listen, I'm not saying that dancing and playing all day is a bad thing. This was actually great for me because it helped me to create an active life. It also created this resilience to believe in myself. However, when it comes to grades and achievements, I am sure that I could have done way much better. Intelligence is not a fix. One thing I have learned with time is that we are all different. And that is a good thing. Think about it. If we were all smart in the same way, how boring life will be. Everybody will be a doctor who will build houses. If everybody was an engineer who will inspire other people to be creative. Imagine a life without musicians, chefs, actors, teachers. Life will not be the same. Everyone is born with a talent. My job as a parent is to identify what is that talent and help my kid explore it and make the best of that talent. If we start early, there's a big chance your children will be successful in whatever he or she decides to do. And if you are young and happen to be listening to this podcast, remember there are people out there that find their talents and hobbies on their late 40s and 50s. But that talent is not going to come knock on your door. You need to get up and go try different things and fail. Yes, fail. I don't know anyone that is successful, that hasn't failed at first. But you will never know if you're good at something if you don't give it a try. And we move on to the second lie. We only use 10% of our brains. This is a myth, specifically the part that it says that we are only using 10% of our brains. That is the most ridiculous thing ever. Brain scans have shown that all of our brain areas are active, no matter what activity you are doing. Even when you sleep, all parts of your brains are showing activity. Some people use their brain better than others, just as some people use 100% of their body. Some bodies are faster, stronger, more flexible, and more energized than others. But that is because people are working out and exercising their bodies. If they were sitting on a couch watching TV all day, do you think they will have those bodies? No. Your brain needs as much exercise as your body. I didn't need this. I learned this about three years ago, probably two. 
It is so important to read, and I wish I had learned this as an early stage. But I'm not going to sit down and think, oh, wow, this is my mother's fault. I'm just dumb. No way. Absolutely no. I am going to give it a try. I'm going to try different things because it might help me to avoid Alzheimer. It might help me to remember birthdays when I'm a grandmother. It might help me to be sufficient and not having someone to take care of me when I get older. I want to be that 80-year-old woman I see carrying wood to their house, riding a bicycle, and walking to the coffee store, still remembering the owner's name. And I am sure you want to do that as well. If you are listening to this podcast, it's because you want to do better. It's because you are willing to do the work and forget about regrets. And we move on to number three. Mistakes are failures. Mistakes don't mean failure. No. Mistakes are a sign that you are trying something new. Don't compare yourself to others. Compare yourself to who you were yesterday. When you learn from your mistakes, they have the power to turn you into something better than you were before. I know I used to compare myself to anyone I used to meet, especially if they were successful. I used to be that person who blamed others or my situation for my own mistakes until I learned that my mistakes and my failures were the most important part of my life. That being able to say I fail was a sign that I was trying. People always want to give you advices when you are young. And most of the times when we are young, we don't want to hear advices. We want experiences. But experiences are what teaches us what happens if we do things different. A baby could be told not to touch something hot 20 times and this baby will still go and touch it. Until the baby learns what is hot and experiences it, he will keep touching. We work the same way. Until we experience from our own mistakes, we won't actually have that experience and have that knowledge to know what it will happen if we don't do this or what would happen if we do it. Some people are better listening at early ages than others. Some others really want that experience and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. So make mistakes, fail and get up again and try again and again until one day the story will change and you will become the best version of yourself. Moving quickly into number four, knowledge is power. Yes, I have to agree with this one. A lot of people said, if you have the knowledge, you have power. But we have more access to knowledge than we have ever had in the history of humankind. And yet, this clutter of information makes it more and more difficult to act. Possession of knowledge is not going to make you different from the people around you. It is how you use your knowledge that would. Many people like to talk about everything they know, but do you see them making any difference in someone's life? Do you see them helping others with their knowledge? If the answer is yes, then great. That means you are surrounding yourself with people who are using their knowledge as power. But if the answer is no, then you already know that these people are just talking and wasting their knowledge. Just remember, when you start acquiring more knowledge, that knowledge is not power if you are not using it for something good. If what you know is not used to help or educate others, then it's a waste. And we move on to number five. Learning new things is very difficult. And I hear this so many times. People complain that, no, I am just too old to learn or I already did school. I don't really want to keep learning. 
The key to learning is consistency, and you need to adapt to what works for you. If you learn better by watching videos, then do that. If you learn better by reading, then read. Approach learning with patience, positive attitude, and adapt to your needs. When you learn new ways to learn, the challenge of learning new things can be fun, easier, and more enjoyable. The key is to explore with different ideas of learning. There is a test on this book that will help you identify the type of learner you are. And I am sure you can find this test online as well. Take the test if you have doubts. I took the test and it told me that I was a mix of visual and audio learning, meaning I learn better while listening to podcasts or videos, but I try not to limit myself to only these two types. I want to activate my brain so I read and I love having conversations. If you know me, you know I can talk for hours. And when I find people who are interested, who have that spark in them, I get very motivated and I want to have coffee with them and I want to spend time with them. Not because I want to be sucking their energy for say that way, but I want to be able to have conversations with them to explore the different point of view that they have. And that will help me to open my mind into different things and not be so close minded into just thinking that I am the only one who have the truth or who knows what is real or not. Because sometimes we only see our side of the picture. So by surrounding yourself with people who think different than you can help you see a different aspect and a different position of someone's life and point of view. So don't be afraid of learning just because you are aging. We need to become a generation that forgets about the number in the word age and start a new celebration for aging where knowledge and wisdom are celebrated every year we are in this life. Moving on to number six, the criticisms of others matters. Don't take criticisms from someone you wouldn't take advice from. I do hear this all the time and, and it has worked perfectly for me. Why would I care about what somebody else have to say about me if I wouldn't take advice from that person? If I don't respect this person in the level where I feel like I could go to this person to take an advice, then why would I take a criticize from this person? People will doubt you and criticize you no matter what you do. I think I freed myself from this problem a couple of years ago. See, when you are a person who tries many different things, who explore their passions, who is creative, you will always find people who suffer when they see you doing these things. And the only reason this happened is because they want what you have. They want to have your creativity. They want to have that, but they don't know how to do it. And it's sad. It's sad because we as a person experience jealousy in a very weird position. Jealousy is part of being human. I don't know anyone who has never, ever felt jealous of others at some point of their lives. However, if you are conscious of your emotions, there are ways to cope with jealousy, to make it better. Whenever I feel that I'm getting jealous of someone, I do two things. And these two things are a perfect example of how you can turn around something like jealousy. One, I ask many questions to this person. Why? Because I want to know how they achieve their success. 
And secondly, I ask for advice. Instead of feeling envious, I congratulate them for having such an amazing life. And, and I feel blessed to know someone who is achieving. Because if I surround myself with people who are doing all of these amazing things, this is going to be contagious and I'm going to be part of something amazing. And you might ask, so why is this good for me? Because you will have the opportunity that other people don't have to ask this person for advice because obviously they are doing something right. If instead of just feeling jealousy and pretend that you don't see their success, because a lot of people like to pretend like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm ignoring this because I don't like what I see. I don't like that this person is doing better than me. There's a lot of people who think this way. So instead of doing that, instead of talking bad about them, because you feel threatened by their power and their knowledge. Instead of doing that, you need to give yourself the opportunity to learn from them, to get inspired by them, to grow together. Don't make this mistake. Next time you see someone who is achieving and succeeding in life, celebrate with this person. Ask questions, ask for advice. You never know where this will lead you. That might be the little push you were needing to start your own successful business or idea. Tell your little jealous boys to calm down and take the other path, the path that will lead you to become a better person. And we move into number seven and last. Genius is born. No, I don't think so. Greatness isn't born. It's grown like a plan through deep practice, ignition, and master coaching. Anyone can develop a talent so deep that it looks like a genius. And this is made through deep practice. And these are not my words. These are the words of a genius named Jim Quick. A genius on teaching how to learn. A genius that didn't give up because his brain wasn't smart enough. He didn't give up because he had a brain trauma. He didn't give up because he felt jealous about others learning faster and smarter than him. If he was able to do all this, then imagine what you can do. Life has no limitations except the ones you make. Thanks for listening to another episode. I know it was a short one, but I hope it makes a huge impact on how you are going to take those seven lies and turn it into something amazing for you. And on my next episode, we're going to have the privilege to be talking with a new guest, a new guest that will be coming to this podcast to illuminate us and give us a lot of her knowledge. Her name is Dr. Katherine Armstrong, and she's a mental health professional. She will be here on our next episode, and this will be a special episode where we're going to be talking about woman empowerment. So I can't wait, and I see you guys next time.